Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Intentional Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Cresta, and I am joined, as usual, by my amazing, awesome husband, Justin. Who? You. Oh, me. You. Hey, everyone. <laughs> so this is a podcast where we talk about ways that you can strengthen your relationship. Um, you can come and listen every week and hear inspiring stories, get practical advice and expert tips that you can use to make your own partnership more successful. So we thank you for tuning in. Um, before we get into a topic, what's going on this week? How you been? I've been good. How have you been? Well, there was a couple of days I didn't see you, so I had to check. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been having to go back out of town again. Yeah. Well, he, 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 ha- he's trying to wean himself because he's going to be gone for a whole week. <laughs> a soon. whole week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I am getting out of Dodge. He's running away from me. I, I'm going as quick as I can get out of here. <laughs> yep. Now he's got a conference he has to go to in Florida. So I, I know. I'm, I'm so I'm so disappointed. I got to go spend a week in Miami. I know. I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, you should be because you're going to be back there. I'm going to send Danny to your door to knock no. and just surprise no. you. No. Yeah. Yep. That's I have a friend that lives this. down there and he's awesome. And Justin hasn't met him yet. I have not. No. <laughs> we so. get to meet him in October though. We do. We do. Because we're going to be I've back there. I've met him. You, you've met him a few times. Well, I don't know. I, I, I've met some of your friends that I'm not sure actually knew you before we met them together. So I think sometimes you just call people your friends that... You think I pretend. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> I think wow. you may have just picked somebody on Facebook. I and just said randomly... <laughs> yep, yep. I picked, a, I picked a best guy friend. Yeah. Because I know you love that. <laughs> yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah, somebody has to be. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? What else have we done? Uh, I had chemo today. You did have chemo today. I we think got good news. We got good news. You don't have to take that shot anymore. Right. So there's the shot that I usually take the day after chemo and it's horrid. It causes like levels nine and 10 pain levels for 10 days. Yeah. Um, but this wild. time around, he, he said, we're not doing that. No, because we got a good doctor. And he's not worried about any of my numbers except for I'm I'm not hydrated enough, which I knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've been like that <laughs> since I've known you. So right, yeah. It's worse when it when water is like drinking sludge. Sludge. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so what are we going to talk about? Like podcast talk about tonight? Oh man, I I, I think we've got a good topic that we're going to be talking about. Um, it's something that's probably going to span two weeks. Maybe more. Maybe more. Um, more. Because there's a lot of different uh, avenues to take this. And something that I think you and I have both felt in our marriage and something that has really been brought to the surface with your recent cancer diagnosis and treatment. And that's really a sense of belonging in a relationship. You know, as we were writing this out and and kind of getting our outline together for this and, you know, we came up with the title Nurturing Belonging, the foundation of a fulfilling marriage. And really, you've got to feel like you belong to have a successful marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I just want a a little side note here. Uh We don't script. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) We we get a basic outline. And and then we we run with it. So um, yeah, that's how that's how we were. Anyway, right back to where we were. <laughs> yes, we don't we don't script anything. We don't read anything. Uh, we just we want to make sure it goes somewhere. So so we do have an outline most of the time. <laughs> yes. There are times when he actually does surprise me with what we're talking about. Yeah, 
But yeah, so really we just want to, today we just want to talk about I pretty much two things today and then we'll we'll build on it next week is the the first thing we want to talk about today is the power of belonging in a marriage and and what that means in a marriage and how that is powerful to to building a strong healthy marriage and some of the building blocks on that obviously the 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 second point we'll make is building mutual trust and transparency something that you and I started off before we were married Right. We were building that for, for years with our, uh, our work relationship. We were, we were, Um, when, when there's a dispatcher and a cop, it doesn't matter who the dispatcher is and who the cop is. There's, there's an instant trust factor that you have to have. There is. You build even more over time. There is, there has to be, you know, when, when a cop like myself gets on the radio and is screaming like a little girl for help and <laughs> you know you've he got... has to trust that a dispatcher like myself is on the other line being re- responsible yeah. and sending help <laughs> yeah you know and obviously crust and i have built that relationship over time and you know i i remember one time going to a house and you know we had a report of a kidnapping and i Knocked on the door and I have to make a side note. So Justin worked for a small town. Yeah, small. He was the small, only officer on duty for his his jurisdiction. I, I was. I, so, I, I, I was, which the, is normal. Yeah. Um. And so I knocked on the door, and obviously we had a report part of a kidnapping. So it it, it wasn't just a, a a sweet little little knock and talk. You know, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty forceful. Aggressive. And, yeah, and so the guy comes out, and he's not going to let me in, so I, I put him in cuffs. And obviously we have, for those of you who understand, we, we had some exigent circumstances, so I was able to enter the re- residence without... He didn't just go in for fun. And yeah, you know. Handcuff people for fun. And... Right. So it gets to the point, you know, and most law enforcement officers only carry two sets of handcuffs. I had used both my handcuffs and uh at the front door and at the, the front room. door because people were not wanting to let let me in and at this point there's still people sleeping all over it looked like a house party and, and people had just gone to to uh sleep there and so i kind of made my way through the house because these people were still asleep you know and and i'm hold, i'm holding the suspect at this point at gunpoint and you know we talk about that trust i i, I had the trust that all the information I was relaying was getting sent back to another agency, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, while it was one dispatch center, it was still that I trust for four that, different agencies where I could send him help from yeah. the County, um, and from the city right next door. Yeah. The city was not helpful that time. I, right. But I can send him help from, uh, yeah. another town. That's not, not far away. I can send him help from the County. Yeah. You know, and so I'm just sitting there, you know, for probably three or four minutes. I mean, point, point you're kind of somebody. Yeah, you know, waiting and, for help, and and just wait, waiting for help. That wasn't a real tense situation. I mean, nobody really fought or or they were just being right. But obtuse. when there's twenty people sleeping, any one of them could wake up and yeah, go batshit. Yeah, that's, because that's their buddy's you, in trouble. Right. So you know, so building that trust. uh we had that before we even started dating, Mm -hmm. you know, because there is a sense of trust. And to your point, that trust is kind of assumed Mm -hmm. as soon as you take the job and as soon as you work with people. And um, obviously, you know, through 
working together, you know, we had that, we had that bit of trust. I, I would use you more than other people in dispatch, um, mainly just cause you got back to me quicker, right. you know, but you know, as, as we started dating and, you know, we're, we're talking about build, building trust and, and intimacy or uh, transparency, transparency, sorry. You know, I think we've talked about this before. Like one of the first things I did when I started going out of town, when we started dating was building up those trust barriers. Yeah. Building trust up. and transparency walls. Yeah. You know, like I, I put an app on my phone so you could see where I was. Putting the windows in the, the tower. Yeah. You know, because I was going to be traveling. I was going to be traveling a decent distance and, you know, and, and it's not, and we've, we've talked about this before. It wasn't for you to keep a eye on me at all times. It was just that level of protection. It, it's that hedge of protection that we all need to build around us mm-hmm. for transparency. And another thing we do is our phones. Our phones are not closed off to one another. If right. you're sleeping and I want to go through your phone, We've given each other permission and access, permission, access there. There's nothing hidden from one another. And I I think that's really important to have in a marriage because so many secrets are kept on phones. We were just talking about that an hour ago with my best friend. (laughs) We were, we we were. And you know, it's one of my best friends. I have a few. You do have a few. Yeah. I only have one. Um, and he lives in like Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. You just have the one best friend. Yeah. Sometimes he rides <laughs> That's on. why he's your best friend. Yeah. Just, just the one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we started to build that, that transparency in everything that we did from the start. So there were actually quite a few things that we did from the start. Yeah. And all of those things really, really got us to the point where we really felt a a sense of belonging. And once we were married, that sense of belonging, I think, like I told you before, I think really started to come out where it was just us. And, right. and I was yours, you were mine, we belonged to each other. And you and I had talked about this earlier that this was probably the the most sense of belonging we've ever had. Oh, by far for me. Yeah. I've never felt like that in a relationship at all. Not even close. Uh, I mean, and I, you know, we've talked about my relationship, me relationships. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We've, we've, we've mentioned how they've all been very unhealthy. Right. Right. Um, And in that, unhealthiness was definitely no sense of belonging. Right. Um, But you came along and, and made me feel like I belong more than I ever. I mean, there's times where I feel like, like how did, how did, how do I deserve to feel like this? How do I deserve to belong with him like this? And it, and it's weird. Yeah. I remember the other night we were going to the convenience store to get sodas or something and you weren't feeling well and I don't think you went with me or maybe you did. I don't remember. But I asked you something to the effect of, I don't remember the exact question, but it was something to the effect of, are, 
why are you still surprised or how come you're still surprised? I didn't go with you. I stayed home. And when you came home, you were like, why does that surprise you that I still want you to go with me? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it, it was at that point, you're like, I've never had, I've never had anybody in my life that wants me to go with them places. That wants me there. Yeah, that wants you there. Yeah. And I was like, that's why wouldn't I want you there? I mean, you, you always do in the beginning of a relationship, but it always fades real fast. Yeah, it usually does. And that's something to this day that I'm always asking you. Right. Like, hey, do you want to go with me? And it's not it's not something that, like I need you to go with me. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I'm completely capable of doing it by, by myself. Right. You're a big boy. I am. But it's nice sometimes to feel that sense of belonging, feel that sense of, oh, this person does want me with them. Right. And, you know, that's one thing that I think a lot of couples miss out on creating that, that sense of belonging to one another. Right. It, it, so, so in your thoughts, like, like what is the actual significance of feeling that sense of belonging in our our marriage like how significant is that i think it's really significant i think that sense of belonging it's like i don't know it's like you 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 know you hear about it in sports a lot like the brotherhood that teammates have in right you know it's like you belong to a certain club well and the law enforcement thing and the law enforcement thing as well yeah and, you know, there's nobody that's allowed inside or outside this club, and it's just us. And and the question isn't, I think, so much what's the significance of it, because we all want to belong. I mean, that's just part of the human experience. We, we want to belong to something, wanna, except for cancer, the cancer club. <laughs> right. I belong to that club, and you will never belong to that club. No. You're not allowed. <laughs> right. Okay. And I think I think the, the, the question that a lot of couples need to ask themselves is how how do we get there right and you know i i just off the top of my head like there's a couple ways you get there pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and i think the first one is in again something we've talked about before is start a gratitude journal yes and you know because a lot of couples are at a point where maybe they don't not in a negative way, don't, but don't appreciate their spouse to the level that they should. Right, because they just don't realize what impact yeah. it has on that sense of belonging. Yeah. And that alone, in my opinion, the significance of that sense of belonging can be what starts a downhill roll Absolutely. in a relationship. Absolutely. You know, and... Or makes it worse. Or makes it worse, yeah. You know, but that gratitude journal, it'll start you'll start to see all these positive things about your spouse and all the things they're doing for you, all the things because you're doing for them. Because those things do exist. They, because they do. Yeah, you're right. You know, and, you know, most of the couples we talk to are couples who want to improve their marriage. They're not couples that are... That are on the verge. <laughs> on, on the verge of divorce or anything, but they're they're usually stuck. Right. And they're like, how do we get this... How do we make this marriage better? Yes. You know, we've we've gone through the motions. You know, our kids are in high school now. You know, we're... We need to reconnect. I have a friend that has told us, like, I have an amazing marriage, but I could learn something from you guys. Yeah. You know, and so, again, start with a gratitude journal. 
And what that's going to do is it's going to start to cha- change your mind a bit about your spouse. And not again, not that you have anything negative about them, but it's going to start putting those constant. It's really going to open your eyes. It'll more. open your eyes, yes. And another thing, which almost sounds counterproductive, but it's not, is go do things without your spouse. Right. You know. Because you realize. Absent makes the heart grow fonder. To an extent, yes. You know, and so, you know, if you have a guy's night out, if you have a girl's night out, um, a guy's trip, a girl's trip. Right. Things like that. Those are all healthy things for a relationship. Yes. You know, have those friendships outside of the marriage. And one thing you're going to do, especially if you got a rockin' marriage, is you're going to come back and be thankful you've got the wife or husband that you have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you're going to go and hang out with your friends and hear all of the stories about how unhappy they are. Yeah. And the not necessarily even unhappy, just not thrilled. Yeah. And most people just accept it as that's life. Well, that's that. That's just how it is, is yeah. what it is. Everybody lives this life is how people feel. Yeah. And, and that's such a... That's it's such sad. a sad reality, isn't it? It is. Because it doesn't matter where you are in life, what aspect of life, and, and obviously here we talk about marriage, but like your financial future, your relationships, your parenting, <laughs> all these different aspects, people just assume this is where we are. It's, you know. Everybody lives like this. Everybody lives like in, you know, in like a lot of why I wasn't out searching for marriage. Right. But that is just complete and utter bullshit. Right. You know, d- does does making money take work? Yeah, yes, it does. Does a good marriage take work? Yes, yes, it does. But they're, those are not unattainable things in life. Right. There are, and especially today, there are more ways than ever to go out and provide for your family. There are more resources now than ever to have a good marriage. There are more resources now than ever to be a good parent. Like yeah. the resources are out there. There's tons of them. And we, you, if you have a question about something that's not marriage related or you want to improve, ask us. We can probably find somebody for you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and we've, we've now created two coaching programs. Yes. And we're creating our third. Um, we're starting on it, yes. Yes. Um, and... What's really cool about this is we have one we do together, uh-huh. and then we have one that I do. And one that I'm starting. And, and one that you're getting ready to, to start. And let me tell you, when, when we're building these programs, these are the resources out there. And, and, and I only insane. say that to say how much resources there are out there. Right. You just you have know? to look for it. You have to realize that you want it or mm-hmm. need it, and, and you have to it. be willing to take it. Yeah. You know, I remember when and I went, you will find it. I remember when I went through my coaching the first time, and uh, do you remember how many times I've told you I didn't learn anything new when I went through coaching? Right. But there was somebody there who could put it all together for me because I would have never gotten the results outside of coaching because nobody, nobody put it together for me like right. that before. Somebody took the time to to gather mm-hmm. and organize the information that you needed at that time. Yeah, and, and put it together in a way that was completely applicable to what I was going through. And made you feel like you belonged to something. Right. The, the new coaching realm. Yeah, you know, and... Which created 
the belonging in our relationship. It did. Absolutely. And, you know, men, I'm going to challenge you guys out there. Be the leader in your family. Take the initiative. Don't, first and foremost, do not make excuses for things being the way they are. Uh, if, if you the, need help with something, reach out and get the help. The There's, biggest excuse I hear is that's just how it's always been. It's just how it's always been. Yeah. And again, I, I will reiterate this. That is just bullshit. I mean, we are part of coaching communities and there are coaches for everything. And I say that not to say, go get a coach for everything. There are certain things you need a coach for, but I say that to say there are resources, resources for everything. For everything out there that, that are better than just googling something yeah yeah you know you you can find a lot of free resources and the the difficulty sometimes is the vast amount of right. information out there right but getting back to this power of belonging you've got to you've got to be able to to grab the bull by the horns and take ownership of where you are today mm-hmm. because in your marriage Think about this for a second. In your marriage, if it's good, bad, or horrible, or on the verge of divorce, you as a couple made it that way. Right. So you are the problem. And you have to intentionally fix, fix it. it. Together, but even, usually. But if or you, both people working on it. But if you are the problem, you are also the solution. Mm-hmm. So... You can start blame shifting. You can start doing whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, you guys got into this marriage together. You belong together. And wherever it's at today, you guys are also the solution to get it back to the way you want it. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty about understanding that I am the problem. Well, if I'm the problem, I'm also the solution. Yes, sir. And so... You can sit there and say, this is the way it always is. This is how all my buddies have it or whatever. But just understand you're lying to yourself. And when you sit across that dinner table and you look at your wife as men and you say, this is the best I have to offer you, is that really a true statement? Or is this the best I'm going to offer you because I don't want to put in the work? Right. Is this the best I can offer you because I would rather go watch football? I would rather go watch TV. I would rather go do something else than improve my marriage. Or because I'm lazy. Or I'm lazy. Yes. You know, and a lot of times we we hear guy, guys say things like, you know, I would do anything for my marriage. I would do anything. and I would do anything for my wife. I would do anything for my wife. Okay, it's going to cost this much money to invest in a program that's going to help you get to where you want. Oh, oh, I, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm not, I'll do anything but that. Yeah, so. Because I don't need help. So at that point, the conversation <laughs> is, okay, so you're not willing to do anything. Right. You are essentially a liar because you're not willing to do anything and you're okay with the status quo which is complete and utter garbage nowadays. Right. So you've got to make a decision. And again, this goes beyond marriage, but do you want your wife to belong in a marriage that is thriving, that is exceeding what everybody else is doing? Or do you want to live just that status quo where you guys are bickering and fighting and and maybe, you know, you're getting through life and it's it's a normal marriage. It's not bad, but it's not good. Right. I mean, you've got to make that choice. Yep. 
You know, that's not something that anybody else can make for you guys as a couple. Right. You know, and yeah, that sense of belonging is key though. Because if you don't really feel like you belong in your marriage or you don't feel like just that sense of belonging is not there, you're not going to invest in it. Right. You're not going to put the time into it. Right. You know. And I will I will tell you that it is worth it. Oh, absolutely. It is worth everything. And that's experience. Yeah. yeah. And men who are saying, well, you know, I, I, I don't know how well this would work. I don't know how well things would go if I were to approach my wife with this. Men, I, I would tell you, be the leader. Be the, but you also need to realize your wife is probably more open to things right. that you are willing to bring her than you could ever imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to things like, hey, I want to make our marriage better. Right. Yeah. You you bring her something like that. I want to be better. Yeah. I want to invest in you. I want to invest in us. I want to invest in this marriage. Yep. I mean, I mean what's your wife going to say? No. You know, I, it's... I do want to do anything for my wife. Yeah. So, guys, you've got to determine what anything is to you. I would do anything for my wife. What does that really mean to you? Yep. Because at the end of the day, is is that really the truth? And you've got to sit back and ask yourself that. Is that really the truth? Would I do anything for my wife? And I would do anything for my husband. I'd do anything for my wife. <laughs> that is awesome to be able to say. Yeah. And to and to mean it and, and to have Lived done it, it so far. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, we 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 ourselves invest in coaching. We in ourselves invest in our retirement. I, I mean, we are making, I would say, sometimes sacrifices for a better future. Sometimes. I would it's say. a lot. Yeah. You know, we're, but we're putting in the work. We're being, a lot of it. Yeah. And we're being diligent because we know what our goals are in two, three, five years. And we know what kind of work that's going to take to get there. Right. And so... We know where we want our marriage next year. We know where we want our marriage in five years. And we know that it's not going to get there by just coming home, plopping on the couch, flipping on that TV, and being that fat bastard that watches TV all day. It's not going to be easy at all. No. you know, and It's going to take work every day. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've had some extra challenges thrown our way this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that but that has not deterred us or stopped us from pressing on with our goals. Right. It's uh it's changed the course in which we're getting there, but it hasn't changed our goals. Right. The path is a little different. Yeah. Than it would have been had we not had some of these challenges. Yeah. But, you know, but I have a a damn good sense of belonging. Yeah. And that helps every single bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both have a very good sense of belonging in our relationship. Well, when I'm told that you, your, your personality is like it was when you were a kid. <laughs> it, it makes me feel like you might feel like you belong and you're comfortable enough to be. 
yeah. that person again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. do you have anything else you want to add? I don't. Not at the you moment. You kind of talked the whole time. No, you haven't. <laughs> I've talked a lot. <laughs> I've talked more than I thought I was going to because I had chemo and, and I'm kind of exhausty. Yeah. 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 You're pressing on though. Yep. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah. Well, if you guys are ready to take that next step towards having a more intentional and healthy relationship with your partner, uh, then consider marriage coaching. It really is the perfect investment for that. Uh, You guys can start today by scheduling a free 30-minute breakthrough session where you can determine the best plan moving forward. Uh, With our help, you'll gain the tools necessary to create a healthier and more fulfilling future together. Yeah. And we want to thank you guys for listening. And we want to ask the uh, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. And uh, you can find us at deviationbydesign.com. Just click that book a call button, schedule a call with us. Like I said, it'll be 30 minutes. And uh, we can can talk about your marriage. We can talk about your goals and really where you guys are headed. And we can put some things together for you guys and really see if if coaching is the, the best path forward for you. You can also shoot us a message on our socials if you'd like. You can, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye.